being. So behavior is communication. So you remember, you know, when babies are little, they can't talk. So they communicate through their behavior, whether it's crying, screaming, throwing things, hitting things. And then of course they learn to talk and then you're like, okay, stop talking. <laughs> but so kids still know how to communicate with their behavior. And you will learn as you get to know your students exactly their behaviors when they're acting out. Okay, what are they really trying to tell me? So there are functions, four functions of behavior. One is attention seeking. The second is avoidance. Third is getting preferred activities. And fourth would be a sensory stimulation. So whether they need a break or a fidget or something like that, or they're trying to go get their iPad or have recess, or they're trying to avoid doing reading or math, or they just want your attention. They just need someone to talk to them or be near, be near them. And again, as you get to know your students, you'll get to read, learn how to read their behaviors better. Because as you build relationships, that will be key to modifying their behavior. Because students engage and learn better when they feel cared for. So I have four uh, examples for you to start thinking about on how to build relationships with your students. One would be a special greeting in the morning. So whether that's when you greet them at the door or you greet them in your morning meeting or morning circle, um, however that looks for your school, your class, post-COVID, however that works. Even just a smile, hopefully, most of you won't have to have masks on anymore, but a smile, I mean, and they can tell by your eyes also, if you have to wear a mask, whether you're smiling or you're happy to see them and just encouraging words. Hey, I'm so glad you're here. It's great to see you. Looking forward to getting to know you. You know, just these simple encouraging um, words are huge for kiddos. So I want to encourage you on that. Second one would be lunch with students. Now, I know that's kind of a sacred time for you guys, and I'm not saying you should have lunch with your students every day, but maybe once a month, twice a month, however it works on your schedule, but taking maybe a few students at a time and just talk with them so you don't have to worry about teaching them at that point, but just letting them talk and share their life with you is huge, and I know students love, love having lunch with their teachers. Third one would be giving nicknames to your students and I have seen this work and the kids love it they love being you know that makes them feel more part of a family definitely an extra connection when their student when their teacher comes up with a cool nickname for them they definitely feel heard feel seen feel valued when you just give him that little extra nickname in the classroom of course that may not be for all of you but if you guys are willing to try it, I think you'll really enjoy it. And I know your students will too. And the fourth one is kind of hard, but I know if you work it out, it will definitely beneficial, be beneficial. And that's just taking time to listen. Obviously, I know if you're in the middle of a lesson or you're in the middle of transitioning to different subjects and things like that, it's definitely not the time to have a full-on conversation with any of your students. But if Susie is over crying and you know, you know she does want to talk, it's just validating and saying, hey, Susie, you know, maybe when, right before recess, you know, we can touch base. And then letting her know that you did hear her, you do see her, and you will give her that attention 
but it has on your time when it works for you, not in the middle of teaching, of course. So I just want to encourage you to start thinking of ways and how you can start building relationships with your students, especially as they come back to the classroom, hopefully for most of you. It will be awesome for them to feel so welcomed and excited to be back in the class. So just to recap, um, four ways to start building relationships would be a special greeting in the morning, lunch with your students, giving nicknames to your students, and just taking time to listen to your students. Thanks so much for listening to me. (laughs) And I hope that this will make a difference for you in your class as you make a difference to your students because you were made to thrive. Thanks so much for listening. I truly appreciate you all. And I pray that I've inspired and encouraged you today. I also want to let you know that I have a couple bit.ly links for you if you're interested in making your own podcast and sharing the wealth of knowledge that you have, being a teacher or a para or a teacher's aide, uh, anybody in the education system, I'm sure you have a lot to share. And if you're interested, I took the class with Stephanie Gass. She's amazing, super friendly, down to earth, very easy to understand, and she's great. So I have a bit.ly link for you uh, for Podcast Pro University is where I learned how to do this. And that is bit.ly slash behavior, PPU, the number four, and U, as in the letter U. So Podcast Pro University bit.ly slash behavior ppu the number four and the letter u if you're interested also to get your free printable of all the six evidence-based strategies there is another bit.ly link and that is bit.ly slash the number six for free the number six for free These will all be in the show notes in case you need to go back and check those out. And I leave you with this, that every child deserves a champion, and that's by Rita Pearson. So I just want to encourage you that you can be that champion and that you are making a difference. Thanks again.